Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Recording at 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whitty, California, at Undersea Comics. Keep it up with the nerds presents issue 127. My name is Renee. And Nick is Brian. And welcome to the show, everyone. Yeah! Clean run, baby! Woo! Did it! Spiked up the. That's right! No mistakes. It's not a good look on us. For what? Yeah, we are. It's Do a we, great look. Being good at stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Doing our job right for once. That's how it should be. I strictly know? run on just strictly etiquette. Or etiquette. Etiquette. See, the, the Jack Daniels is already there. You had a sip. Yeah. <laughs> adequate. You couldn't even. Adequate. We're already messing up. We were supposed to clean run, and yeah. now it only lasted about a minute 30. Jinxed us. That's 30 I, seconds. Add a bit. Add a bit. Add a bit. <laughs> Add a bit about a bit. How Add long can we go? We can go on forever. Guys, welcome back to Keeping Up With The Nerds. Uh, if you guys have not, you know, known anything about us or, you know, where we post things and stuff Hello. like that. Hi. Hi. If this is your first show. episode, I am sorry. Guys, Nick just revealed some important information to me earlier as I was editing. I'm right? not wearing pants. No, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> so as well, I'm editing, <laughs> oh my god, it's small. <laughs> Why is it curl, dude? Keep is pretty good. Why is there a corkscrew in there? Hey guys, it's like a penis, but smaller. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, kicking off the show with a bang. All right, woo. Yeah. All right. So Nikki revealed in some important information to me. So people are listening to us on you know audio platforms <laughs> yeah. right yeah. but there's a large audience of people that are watching us on youtube yeah. it's most of the people from moscow i don't oh, know what they're doing <laughs> from moscow they just, just keeping up with the nerds <laughs> <laughs> the one wears the hats He's i the love funniest. the one with the glasses <laughs> <laughs> he's my favorite he's my favorite 46 percent of people yeah. are watching us yeah but not subscribed nope the hell I know. What are you doing? I never thought we would ever face that problem, yeah. but I guess we do. <laughs> no, <laughs> we of, are. Of like, I, I thought it was so interesting when I saw when I saw the analytics yeah. th- th- this week, and then I saw seven hundred views, and I was like, oh, "That's great!" And then it was like, "Oh, only half of them subscribe." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" I'm like, Dang it. So, if you're listening to this mm-hmm. on an audio platform, you've got a YouTube account, right? Go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Keeping Up With The Nerds. You you've got that. a friend, right, who may not have started listening to us. Tell them, yeah. hey. You've heard about these three nerds? They've got a show called Keeping Up With The Nerds. Go subscribe on YouTube. And Brian said if you subscribe, he will give you some sloppy toppy. No. <laughs> Why does that sound like a like a candy? <laughs> sloppy toppy. Doesn't it sound delicious? It kind of does. <laughs> like it tastes, You've heard of sweet tarts? It, it tastes very buttery. I swear to God, if we were able to get big enough and I could make candy, <laughs> I would make, make sloppy toffee. sexual innuendos. I would make sloppy toffee. That'd be great. No, you got to make candy, but it's sexual innuendos. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, so sloppy toffee. Sloppy yeah. toffee. What's another one? Um, 
They put you on the spot now, huh? Dip in the apple. <laughs> what? The- <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds painful. <laughs> and if you're coming to us from YouTube, we are also on audio platforms. Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. and Podbean. Socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. What is it, Renee? What? Website. Keeping up with the nerds. Keeping up with the Thanks, Renee. I, was, you're, you're I kept, think, I kept thinking about the apple. No, he's a, he's a new Renee. You're now, you're not nerds.com. Keeping up with the nerds. The apple was still in d- com. I was thinking about where, where it you goes. can buy your chocolate no, there's no. dip and apples. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. That's how we're starting the show, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. A little only McConaughey. Pl- only so. place to get sloppy, Tommy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we're unwinding. Sloppy. It's it, a sloppy toffee. Why are you still on <laughs> this? Why we're moving on? No, the joke's done. You're no more he apples. Says, he says no toffee. more toffee. No, it's toffee. I don't it's care. It's, it's an F. Okay, because yeah, at one point it's not a toffee, and I was like, we're coffee. a safe for work yeah. podcast, no, all right? Yeah, we technically are. We try to potato, be. potato, 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 potato. <laughs> We're we're like on that borderline. We're PG, yeah. but we're like you know. I haven't hard. we haven't we haven't crossed the line into. Uh, I mean, at this not safe for work. No, not yet. No. That moment of Renee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I dropped my pencil. Give me a sec. Oh. Whoopsies. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, we I done? Not, no, never. No. Well, we're unwinding because yeah. we just finished LA Comic Con coverage, which yeah. was a lot of oh. work. I can't say it enough. I'm proud of us because we did a lot. We actually went out there to work yeah and we've gotten attention from people that we were showcasing yeah yeah they which liked, is great and they actually liked and they really liked what we were like what we put out the yeah sandlot guys hit us back up they were like yeah we really liked it yeah, yeah. Right. They, they featured us on their story that was cool. pretty cool yeah. yeah yeah i saw that notification and i was like oh my god yeah the sandlot people they know who i am they know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> when you i have a question when you were when you were growing up and you watched sandlot as a kid did you ever think They'll know who I am one day. No. Like you'll get to, and like we have an impression on them. Yeah, no, like, but they, I will, like they've met us, and like I they, will tell they know you this. your name. Yeah. I will tell you this: my dream of producing almost died in sixth grade, <laughs> being a director, because mm-hmm. I had a parent-teacher conference. This is always ingrained in my head. I had what a, a rough child, dude! I like, <laughs> every so, traumatic. It's, it's always so, super so, young too. So, yeah. In sixth grade, I I love in sixth grade you had already thought like I'm gonna be. In I said yes. <laughs> I said I wanted to be a director. Yeah. It was me, my mom, and my teacher. And he's like, oh, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And yeah. I said, oh, I want to be a director. I want to direct movies. And my mom laughs like, no, like, t- tell her what you really want to be. And I'm like, oh, I, I guess a doctor, I guess. <laughs> so, like, I love my mom. She's yeah. great. But mm-hmm. she did kind of, like, force my hand to say a see doctor. That, see, that's when she should have, like, looked at your grades and been like, well, let's see how adequate Dude, I was Dude, I was a straight-A student. It was like, I was a straight A student. Really? Really? I was a solid B C student. I think my yeah. I was, and I, I, was only got, I only got A's in class if I really enjoyed the class. I think it was like top fifty in my class mm-hmm. out of like three hundred something. So I was I like was, I was a I was a smart kid, but yeah. I was a C B student until report card day came around and I had to like Okay, I gotta focus. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, now yeah. it's time to pick it up and yeah. get in the A's. Yeah, no, turning these this I, homework that I, I've been sitting what, on. No, but I think it's really funny because I don't know what what's wrong with my brain that that always happens. Mm-hmm. Of I'm a like if I if I'm just trying to pass the class, I get a B. I don't care. Yeah, I'm just trying to pass the class. But if I really enjoy the class, like I'm having a lot of fun, I'm learning a lot. Like the teacher's really engaging. Then I'm like, I'm gonna try my hardest in this class. Like I can't mm-hmm. disappoint them. <laughs> 
No, but answer your question, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought about that's it. A, that's some dark stuff. <laughs> there, there's some there's some Freud stuff in there, probably. <laughs> Look, we met we met some actors, which yes. is great. Sandlot crew, they yeah. were great. Yeah, you know, they were good. Yeah. So um, it was cool to talk to them. Uh, if you guys want to know more about them, it's an issue 126. And then uh, just to let you guys know, if you guys are not aware, again, this is why you need to subscribe to our YouTube channel. 46% yeah. unforgivable. I'm sorry. Yeah, go check them but, out. Playforever.org. Yes. There's, yeah. We have three different interviews. Play Forever. Yeah. Yes. Luca Designs or yes. Luca Jackets. Mm-hmm. Was it Luca Design or Luca Jackets? Luca, Luca Design, Design it's But on Instagram. Brand. It's, it's Luca jackets. jackets. I think that I think I think Luca Jackets is just an Instagram handle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think Luca Designs is the actual company. 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 Yeah. Yeah. If you want to look it up, if you, and buy a jacket, it's Luca Designs. Yes. Uh, I googled both, and they both worked. Okay, they both. Yes, worked. they both right. worked. So if you Google both, but again, their interviews as well as PlayForever.org is on YouTube as well as Critical Hit Collectibles. Those yes. have all come out last week as of recording. Yes. Yes. Great interviews. Great energy from all three groups. They were fun. And if you guys go check them out, maybe buy something, maybe check something out. I don't know. Email them. DM yeah. them on Instagram. Let them know that we sent you because we definitely want to work with them sometime in the future as well. Like, you know, talk to them, see how they're doing and everything because yeah. they were very excited to talk take to us. Take them out on a date. Take them out on a date, yeah. you know. Yeah. Show wow them a time. little bit. Show them a good time. <laughs> Even uh, <laughs> confectionery, uh, what is it? The copper confectionery. Yeah. I saw that they also tagged us too. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That was cool. Which is great because we I, again, I walked by, I smelled fudge, and I fell in love. Yeah, I thought it was so funny because I saw the notification pop up, and I did not know what it was because <laughs> like, I didn't Whoa. go. I didn't go to that. I didn't go. No, to you that left thing. early. It was Renee and I. Yeah, and I was. We like, fell in love with fudge. Yeah, dude, I've always been in love with fudge. Yeah, <laughs> what? And they <laughs> packed our fudge pretty well too. They did, dude. I still guys, have some fudge. Did you guys keep became regular fudge packers? It's yeah. Great. <laughs> you still got some fudge packed away? I still have some fudge. Oh, okay, nice. How do you? Yeah. Eat, how do you eat it? How do I eat it? That's yeah. between me and the fudge. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Brian took you out and just like. Shh. I feel like see. I feel like Brian. I don't know why I feel like Brian runs himself a bath. And then lights and candles. Lights and candles. Actually, I'm not put a bad some, person. Put You're some not, I'm not a bad person. I am a jacuzzi person. Like you don't it, like. I can see you putting it in your own soup. No. <laughs> I mean, that's what a jacuzzi is. Yeah. No, a jacuzzi is like boiling, like you're you know, like in a hot pot. A hot pot, <laughs> like, a, yeah. like a, a nice little lobster. Yeah. You just put some little bok choy in there. there. <laughs> <laughs> you your fudge? <laughs> no, but that fudge was pretty good. Was I got, great. I think I got, I got butter beer and creme brulee. And you yeah. bastards didn't share. Uh, well, so. we didn't know you were a fudge lover. I love fudge. You know what, Nick? You know how you can check them out? Who doesn't love fudge? In the fudge? description, the links in the description down below. You can easily just buy some fudge from them. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. But there's so many options there. I know there really is. There was a, I couldn't. You I didn't know what to choose much from. Fudge was, I, was on there when I want. I mean, I, I saw. You know what? Beer. If we're already doing this kind of promo yeah, bit, dude, what we could do is we can get some fudge. Nick, I listen. think I had to get like a dartboard. Listen, Nick. Darts. Listen, Nick. I saw a scarlet. How about one? you cool. get your fudge from mm-hmm. Copper Confectionaries, okay? And then you wear your Luca Designs jacket. <laughs> and then the next decision you're gonna make, you're gonna roll a D20 from Critical Hit Collectibles, and that's how you just go about your day. That's what you could do. Can't go about this. You can't do this life. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> that's not how you. That's not how you live life, Brian. That's it. Imagine living your life just rolling D20s. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta get an eight or higher to take a crap. Dude, a girl just asked me out. <laughs> what do I, I gotta do? Roll. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like a girl comes up to you, and you're like, "Hold on, 
I can't talk to you. Sorry. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> sorry I, uh, all right. Dude, uh, it's sorry, a, he rolled a I, one. I, Do you sorry, want my number? I critical failed. <laughs> I can't take that. Okay. <laughs> sorry. I feel sorry. like I feel like if I did that, my would roles would just listen. be terrible. <laughs> like, like my whole life would just be like. Just be. You're about to shower. Yeah. You roll a you roll a crit twenty, right? Yeah. You know what? And I, it's got to be the best shower of yeah. your life, dude. I, like if the uh, a ten or a higher determines if it's hot or cold water. <laughs> like I think that would be so funny if we could build an obstacle course and then roll a d six prior, and then you do like one to two. This is the kind of things that you have to do with this obstacle, and then. Like three to four is a different thing, and then five to six you do a different thing, mm-hmm. and then you roll them prior, mm-hmm. and then when you go through the obstacle, you're just facing your own, fucking, your own demons. <laughs> <laughs> like you just realize you just Both like you're just, you're just hitting like all of these bad choices, <laughs> yeah. or you got like a solid like six, and you walk, you just walk through it. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that would be so great. That'd be really funny. You roll. <laughs> I would love to build like an IRL game. But like you just roll dice. Yeah, you roll dice. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if we had the production and money to do that, we could we could do like a live action kind of thing and just kind of like shoot and just be like, okay, you roll. It's kind of like a almost like a Mad Libs kind of thing where it's like, okay, for this course you roll you roll a d six. Okay, then that's okay. And then like when you get there, you have to do whatever eight or six lands on. So so this is this is my idea, right? So it's a Mad Libs cross Japanese game style like like Ninja Warriors, like Ninja. No no no, Ninja Warriors intense. I'm talking about like game shows from Japan, right? Like the quirky obstacles. Yeah, hang on, hang on. Was it MXC or was it or like hole in the wall when you actually have to pose and stuff like that? And you have to roll a d6. Yeah, exactly. You have to roll a d like some sort of dice, right? And depending on the roll number, you either get like a handicap or like an advantage. Oh, okay. That would be pretty funny. Yeah, That'd right? be funny. Yeah, there you go. See, I feel like D and D nerds would just love that. <laughs> I would love there that. There you go. Yeah. Right. I would love that. Sign me up. Nick's the host. He can't participate. Oh, shucks. But I, who, who's gonna show them what, what happens? <laughs> me. I'll be the clown that just does the. the oh, <laughs> you know what? That's a better idea. <laughs> I'm the I'm the uh, what is it called? The... I'm the announcer. No, yeah, you're the announcer. <laughs> I'm just the host. I actually do the videos yeah. and show you how to properly do it. But when I fail, you I fail miserably. You shoot them with like with tennis balls and stuff. Oh god. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah like you roll a d6. You know, I don't. Like... Let's be honest. I don't know why. I just they have the a production company hasn't picked us up, dude. <laughs> I feel like we're funny. We're coming people. out with these bangers. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. I just think it'd be so Free bangers funny. right here. Like, yeah. I just want Brian so bad to be like getting shot with tennis balls, just going. I feel like I chose the wrong job. That's fine. <laughs> For the entertainment value, I'll take it. <laughs> Are you good? We better get a subscriber for that. <laughs> Speaking of subscribers, so we've reached what one thirty-two as good. of recording. That's pretty yeah. good. We got a plus six, which is great. Yeah. Um, but again, 46% not subscribing on YouTube. That's a shame. Sucks. You should be doing it. And tell your friends. And tell your friends to tell their friends. Tell your, you know, tell their, tell your moms, your dads, grandmothers, aunts, I feel uncles. Like parents wouldn't like us. You don't know that? I mean, our own parents don't really like us. <laughs> yeah, my mom doesn't listen to us. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, my dad is like, you know, he subscribed. But. I think it's so funny that your dad was like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's how he was, you know. So I mean, like, I'm like, oh. he goes, like, you guys are funny. I'm like, is that it? He goes, yeah. And I'm like, thanks, thanks, I guess. All right. thanks, Dad. Yeah. Andrew listens to us. One of your friends. 
He does. Yeah. yeah I'm, sub- I'm, see, it was, he, it was cool to see, to go to your party as well, too. Just this kind of like, just everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, I, 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 I watched the podcast. I'm like, really? I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I, listen, <laughs> I listened, I listened, like, I've listened to a couple episodes yeah. and then just like, oh, yeah, that, that, that bit was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, yeah. yeah, the one bit where he made Brian look real dumb, which shouldn't be that hard, yeah. right? Just like, most myths. Shut up, Nick. You, not you, him. I'm Renee. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle, baby. All right. Full circle. I think we've exhausted the first 10 minutes of the show. Just kind of. Oh, no. Yeah, no we can milk minutes. it more. Yeah, we can milk yeah. this more. But we've got important news and pieces of information that have come out this oh, week. Oh, yeah. News. New. <laughs> Our job. Current events. <laughs> white people tune in to watch Keeping It With The Nerds. Wait, what did you say? Did you say white people? No. Say white, I sounded I like white dude. people. White <laughs> people. It's <laughs> just white people. <laughs> That's why you heard that. That's why I said what? (laughs) What did you just say? I said when people. When people. Okay. You need to emphasize. You need to emphasize. I said no. Why people? That's why. Uh, It still sounds like. like, (laughs) I was like, that's why. That's why both of us went like. What? 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 I mean, we don't even reach that demographic. <laughs> like, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't even calculate that demographic. It calculates male, female, and their age. location and age. No, I just assume we reach like a certain Latino <laughs> community. What? What, how funny. We're not in Mexico anymore. No. Yeah. Or South America. I just want to. I, I I just want to start hitting like the you know that. Hey, I think you? I think we can I think we can get bare TikTok. You know. Just, what? We would reach bear TikTok? What do you yeah. mean bear TikTok? What do you think bear TikTok? What do you think bear TikTok, think bear TikTok I know what, sounds I know like? What it's, I know what it is. Get on the I same just, conversation I, we're all I having, I just want to okay? know why. Brown California bears. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> all right. <laughs> They're almost extinct, Brian. Yeah. It's an important it's subject. It's a real problem. Bring awareness. <laughs> Some of them are into cocaine, okay? <laughs> that movie looks sick, by the that way. Does. Dude, cocaine that bear. Movie we're so gonna have dumb. to review yeah. that movie. It too. looks so dumb. Really quick, I think it's funny how we're seeing a rapid growth of these like ridiculous movies now. Like we have like these mm. interesting concepts. It's, it's not, but it's not out of the realm of possibilities. No, it's just going to the thing. extreme now. I mean, look at I mean, Kangaroo Jack. We got no, that's true. But like after this whole like Marvel craze and like built universe, cinematic universe and stuff, now we're getting like these one offs, which is really good. Mm, like we right. have like like Violent Night. You know, we got... No, I need sequels. Yeah. I need <laughs> like, sequels. And then Cocaine Bear, you know? Yeah. And, you know, what's... There's, like, another one that was we saw that was like, oh, yeah, that looks interesting. Or, I don't know. There's, like, some other concept. No, Megan looks dumb. Oh, Megan. Um, that's the Megan thing. looked yeah. weird. Yeah. It's but I'm like willing to see Megan. 21st Century Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. It's essentially what Android it is. Chucky. Also, basically. when she dances, it's weird. <laughs> She's a... all right so we're gonna move on to the news now uh because we've got a pretty good show for you guys lined up today uh we're mainly gonna be talking about james gunn because he is just blowing up on twitter releasing all sorts of information and keeps posting photos about kingdom come yeah it's so great he likes that alex ross artwork yeah so it's real cool to see that so there's a lot to talk about there but first before we get on to our main topic of today's show we're going to be talking comic strips so if you are new to the show comic strips is just a small portion of the show where we kind of take bits and pieces of news that have come out throughout the week and discuss mm-hmm. them in bite-sized portions maybe five to ten minutes because they don't deserve you know a long episode to kind of talk about um funny enough though comic strips is going to be packed with basically one subject today because on thursday 
the VGAs or the Video Game Awards mm-hmm. were streamed. Yeah. And I think his name is Jeff Kingsley. I can't remember the uh, the sure. huh who the creator of the Video Game Awards. Oh yeah, Jeff Kingsley or something like that. Oh. Um, he's been actively just pushing the VGAs like crazy over the last couple of years, just making it a higher production, bringing in produ- uh, publishers to just announce games, just making this just giant event that happens did, every did, year. Did you see? Did you hear what uh, Christopher Judge said? No, the voice of Kratos. Uh, when Al Pacino called him up, which also Al Pacino was a like an announcer. Yeah, <laughs> which is so strange. Can you imagine Al Pacino like welcome. To the video game awards, <laughs> he did. He announced. <laughs> he announced best performance. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And then it was so funny because Christopher Judge walked over, and then uh, Al Pacino like handed him the award, and then I guess he didn't think it was that heavy, so then he like grabbed it, but he didn't get a good grab on it, and it just like fell, uh, and he caught it. Oh, no, and he, ca- and he caught it, and he, like you could see him like get it, and like he like kind of like goes like, oh dang, and like he picks it up, and he's like, no wonder I could only get a plus one. <laughs> no yeah it's it's insane um there were a lot of announcements as well um basically god of war just to kind of summarize it right if you're not really into video games this is what happened god of war just took a sweeped. bunch just sweeped of course it was oh yeah it's, it, there's no competition but elden ring won game of the year i thought it was interesting uh really god of the, yeah god of war sweeps and i feel like they gave game of the year to elden ring because they were like listen we gotta distribute the awards. We gotta distribute the awards. <laughs> and Elden Ring, no, because Elden Ring. Well, the is same a thing happens to game. the Oscars as well, too. There's yeah. like that one movie that just keeps getting awards, but it does it never wins Best Picture. Because okay, in any in in any other thing, you're kind of going like, listen, if it won Best Cinematic, Best This, Best Performances, Best, best Music, yeah. Best Everything, Best Script, you're kind of going like, well, obviously it must have been the best game. And then they're going like, nah, it was another game. (laughs) But Elden Ring is a solid game, though. It's a solid game. Um, I, yeah, I think it deserves, it was definitely between those two, like between God of War and Elden Ring. It's questionable. I haven't played either one of those games, but from my you understanding, shut your mouth, then. no, I, 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 (laughs) we have no room to speak. You have no room to speak. As someone that's played both, no, you've played both. Yes. Okay. So is Elden Ring a, basically like enhanced version of dark souls what do you mean like in terms of the gameplay mechanics and everything besides it being open world i feel like it's a more user-friendly version of dark souls yeah i've heard that too that it's like supposedly a lot more user-friendly it's a lot more user it's kind of it's very much easier to introduce the game to players instead of the way that dark souls just kind of goes all right cool here's the game have fun oh you want the story read the items yeah don't get me wrong that's also inside of Elden Ring. There's a lot of that. Uh, if you want further like descriptions or if you want more background, if you want other things, you're going to have to read items. Or you're going to have to do other stuff. or You're going to have to do everything else. Yeah. How long has Elden Ring been around? Uh, it came out last year. No. Yeah. But it came out Jan- like closer to March. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was out like probably like February, March. Oh, this year. Yeah. Okay. This year. Okay. It was a solid. It's a solid game. Yeah, super good. But you're right. It does kind of seem weird that God of War sweeps, and they just you know handed the game of the year award to Elden Ring. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, and kind of sad though because it's supposed to be the headlining title, mm-hmm. but some kid stole the show. 
at that the was, end of the event. That was really ridiculous because God of War wins, Christopher Judge wins, you know, everything else. God, uh, Elden Ring ends up getting a uh, game of the year. End of the so what happened was there's the kid there was this kid over at the video game awards, he then when they called mm-hmm. the Elden Ring when they called the Elden Ring up, they were walking up he snuck in with the group, and was then able to get on stage. Oh, this was just a random. It was just a random, random kid. Random oh. kid just got up there, and then he was like standing in the back and he was waiting for everybody to like finish and everything like that, and then as soon as the video and then as soon as they they're done. He just like jumps in front of like the of of the creators of Elden Ring, mm-hmm. and he says some dumb things that aren't even worth repeating. And then he's just like, was it right, some cool. vulgar stuff?" He was no, it's it just wasn't, he's, it was he's kind of a I, I don't know if it's a joke or not. Yeah. No one knows who this kid is. No one knows why he said he's what he in jail, said. I know that he's in jail. But look, if we're gonna move besides the police, that point, definitely know who. He oh is. yeah, but here's the, here's the thing. Besides that point, right? Because yeah. it is kind of dumb that that's the headlining title for mostly everything. It should yeah. be God of War sweeps Elden Ring wins Game of the Year. That's what it should be. I'm gonna say this, okay? Like any producer, any director, any writer who makes a big budget movie or some sort of production that we all get to see right video game producers are some of the hardest working people in the industry they spend years and you know tired tired like you know days and weeks and months working on these videos hours endless hours just going about putting in their blood sweat and tears in Mm -hmm. these things and it's interesting and it's really great that the video game awards exist because that acknowledges that sort of work Mm -hmm. judge actually even said uh the voice of kratos he even said when i read the script i didn't know it was a video game and if I knew if, it was, I, if I knew it was a video game, I probably wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't yeah. have even read the script. Mm-hmm. But I read the script and I loved it, and I thought it was so impactful. And they wanted me for this character, and my uh, and then I went for a reading, and they did the reading just like it was an it was a theatrical movie, and because there was going to be so much physicality, just because a lot of the actual game is done in mocap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they went over everything, it was really interesting of him once he figured out, oh, it's a it, this is an actual like game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he jumped on board, and you know he's been playing Kratos for the last past four years, and I keep forgetting he's from Stargate SG One. Yeah, dude, he's a huge yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, big boy. I was like, damn, Did you, uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Did you see his? Uh, uh, was it? It's so funny because him uh, the first year of the VGAs uh, that. Uh, they were there. It was him and the actor that plays his son. Oh, Atreus. Yeah, that plays Atreus. And uh, that kid's also from um, a lot of movies as well, too. I yeah. I mostly know him from mid nineties by really uh, by Jonah Hill. Yeah, he was the main kid from mid nineties. Oh wow! Yeah. I, well, it's funny though because they're both up there, and then yeah. the kid who plays Atreus, he's reading it. He has the cards in his in his hands, mm-hmm. and he goes, and then you see Christopher Judge, and he's like, and the award for best game goes to boy. <laughs> and then <laughs> you hear everybody go, yeah! <laughs> Is God of War coming out on PC? The first one? The first one's already out. Yeah. Okay. Dope. It's already out on PC. Uh, I my wouldn't... Christmas wish is the new graphics card so I can play it. Actually, my uh, Micro Center just got a whole bunch. Yeah. And they're 50% off. <laughs> my brother just went down right now and he uh, he went down and he built an entire PC. For... 50% off. Right? Yeah. So I think like a $500 graphics card, he got it for 250 right now. <laughs> right, it's like oh. over at auto, auto, offer, over at Micro Center. Oh, yeah, they're never going to sponsor. Us. <laughs> Austin, tell them we're nice. <laughs> Austin Evans, please. Oh man! All right, so Thank to you, go Mr. on Evans. with, <laughs> dude, imagine working with Austin Evans. Uh, uh, oh, I love that dude. 
I'd love I'd, I'd love to. Uh, dream, just dream. Uh, so regarding the VGAs, there were a couple announcements also being made. Mm-hmm. A lot of trailers dropped. So I'm gonna name them off. Then we'll discuss pretty much what we're most excited for, right? Star Wars Jedi Survivor. It's a sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Great game. Renee and I still have to finish it. <laughs> uh, Tekken 8, Street Fighter 6. They both got trailers as well. They look good. Super excited for Street Fighter 6. Uh, Death Stranding 2. Kind of weird that it was like a plateau that people were just kind of like, yay, cool, okay, cool. It was so funny to hear it at the at the Video Game Awards because everybody was like, because they didn't say it was Death Stranding 2. It, when, the, when, the commercial, when the trailer came on, it just said, Kojima Productions. Yeah. And everybody went, oh, what's it going to be? And then and then they saw Death Stranding 2, and everybody went, oh. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Hellboy gets a new video game. Cell-shaded design. Looks like the comic books. Pretty sick about that. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. Hades 2. Super excited. I love Hades. Have not beaten it yet. Gotten really close to it. And then just rage quit. Cause How many games have you played and haven't finished? A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. No, you know what, man? It's like I get really into it and then I just get busy and I forget about it. You know what the you still You still haven't finished Spider-Man, huh? No. Oh. I have to wait until... Well, it's a PlayStation 4 game on there now. So I basically have to wait for a PlayStation 5 or a graphics card. So we'll see. What were you going to say? No. No? Just, That's it? Just, okay. So thanks for interrupting that bit. You're just, ter- uh, you're, you're just terrible. Just just Idris Elba joins Cyberpunk 2077 So he's going to be in the new DLC And uh, Diablo 4 gets a release date of June 6, 2023 Mm -hmm. A lot of these games were all 2023 So 2023 is going to be stocked packed with with games Yes, besides the video games Super Mario Brothers uh, had an official clip release Which showcased a lot of uh, orchestral music from the games Combined into one scene Really great to kind of hear those bits come out because yeah. it was the Toad House from Super Mario Brothers Three, mm-hmm. uh, the Overworld music from Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. or from Super Mario World. It's just great to hear all that. So and super they, excited. And then they use the um, Princess Peach's uh, castle. They yeah. use the, uh, the uh, Mario sixty four yeah castle design, which uh, is really sick. Yeah, and the the uh, what is it called the um, the stained glass window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the peach stained glass window mm-hmm. and everything else. I'm, re- I'm really hoping you can jump through paintings. I'm really hoping he jumps through a painting. That'd be, cool. uh, that'd be interesting. That'd be that'd so be cool. sick. I, I kind of want the orchestral piece for uh, the bomb bomb world from Super Mario 64. Uh, I want that extended because that sounds so great. It's great. I love it. I understand. I get why they're doing this because I feel like they're really trying to sell people on... Chris Pratt's Mario. I'm sorry, but if you kind of just keep hating on Chris Pratt and don't have a valid reason as to why it's kind of weird. It's, you know what? Honestly, the more I'm listening to it, the more I'm like getting used to it. I, I feel like yeah. that's what they're trying to do is they're yeah. trying to make it more, more um normal where it's like you keep hearing it, you keep hearing it, you keep hearing it. And then you're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I can live with it. I can live with just it. Just give him a shot. We'll see. Yeah. That's it. And then when he messes up, we, you know? Then we when then we raise our pitchforks and light up yeah. torches. Yeah. All you know Led by fr- Nicholas Valero. Woo! Frankenstein! Frankenstein! <laughs> Frankenstein! Out of all these announcements, which ones are you guys excited for? The most. Uh I mean the pitchforks thing was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's what that you want, right? That was pretty hype. Yeah. That's pretty hype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I no, guess I, I don't know. Sorry, I guess Jedi Survivor for me, because I mean there's not a lot finish the game first. 
I have to finish the game first, but I mean, I would say Resident Evil Four, but that wasn't even announced. That talk. wasn't. That wasn't you have nowhere to talk. You cannot, <laughs> I haven't even finished you it yet. You can't burn him on on, <laughs> on a game that you haven't finished. That's not how that works. I'm I'm, su- I'm surprised because like I think as someone that's gone pretty far into Fallen Order, yeah. and you love it, you're just kind of stuck on one part, right? Like I'm, it's, I'm, I'm past it. I'm just having gotten yep. back to it yet i've yeah. been on an uncharted kick because it was on sale the collection go. so i've been yeah. playing that yeah. no one blames you for that besides nick but nick's a jerk so you know whatever oh, he, had a, he already yeah. knew yeah he already knew but already survivor knew. seems interesting yeah the trailer really hyped up a lot of stuff especially if like you're a fan of calestis or um what's his name uh calcestis yeah it's pretty cool that they they aged him you know because they gave him like he looks more built and then he has like a beard now yeah well, the thing is that in this game, it's supposed to be that he's been very he's been very integral in just messing with the empire. That now he is he is a wanted man by the empire because you know he did kill two inquisitors. Mm-hmm. You know that's yeah that's pretty that's pretty that's a pretty big deal. I wonder how yeah. far they're gonna go with the story though. Well, it it's weird because it it's hard for me to get hyped for a story to because to me. It feels like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. because, you know, in the Star Wars lore, if you think about the long term game, it's like, OK, well, where does Cal play into this? You know, he's supposed to bring hope and stuff like that when really it's it sucks that in the Star Wars lore or legacy, it's like it all lies lies with the Skywalker. Saga, yeah. And I which I don't like, which it, look, he could be a spark, but it is interesting because mm-hmm. like he's a Jedi. Right. Yeah. But he's kind of giving the Jedi a different name, especially with what you see in the trailer. Yeah. Like Jedi aren't supposed to be dicks, but here he is pulling a stormtrooper no, yeah, out yeah, he's... and then he's making them shoot his like entire troop and then just slashing him from the back. Yeah. It's like not noble, mm-hmm. you know, why it's not noble dude. Why? I don't know. It just seems kind of no, cheap. I think, well, no, you know I, what I mean, I right? Well, I mean, I see what you're coming from, but at the same time uh, I'm seeing uh, like when I play the game as cow, I see that he's trying to be different than mm-hmm. how the at least the you know High Republic were with Jedi's mm-hmm. when they were very like they were like monks and they were he's trying to be restore hope to people that have been taken over by the Empire and mm-hmm. stuff like that and that's why that's why again like I, it's hard for me to get into the story because it, it to me it feels like it doesn't matter because it you know. The Star Wars legacy always lies within the Skywalker's storyline. See, my thing is that I wouldn't mind because what it looks like is it looks like he's been collecting Jedi artifacts mm-hmm. because that's what he that's what the um, the Master was doing mm-hmm. when she was inside the trailer and you see all like that library behind her. Those are all Jedi artifacts yeah. and Jedi and Jedi uh, you know tomes that mm-hmm. she has like up in the library. So I can totally see him being a wandering Ronin uh, and, you know, getting into mischief and then him realizing, I, you know, we need to do more. And then him hearing like the legend of a fallen Jedi, of a Jedi master where it's like, okay, you know, I, I hear that they're holding a Jedi master, you know, that's still alive. Let's go free him. Mm-hmm. What you don't realize is that instead of it being uh 
you know, instead of them, you know, oh, we, we're hiding this Jedi Master because he's dangerous to the Empire, we're actually protecting everyone because this person's a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's 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 interesting in that mindset of what Cal does. He's, you know, he's preserving the legacy of the Jedi Order. Yes. But then realizing that he can't just keep going by just preserving it. He has to make a difference. He yeah. has to go out there and actually make a change and take on the, the Empire, which is a cool, that's a cool little change up and mindset that you yeah. get from the first game into this game here because what it also looks like is it looks like sometime in the five years everybody disbanded from the from the crew yeah it, you know all the the night sister mm-hmm. the jedi master the pilot and cal yeah uh the only two that stuck together were bb uh which one were bb or bd and cal mm-hmm it looks like everybody else kind of spread out. Which is fine. I mean, it's kind of like a fresh start. For me, like it is, it's interesting to see where they're going to take the story. Yeah. Because you are right. It does fall in the Skywalker, or the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. Like he, They are the main kind of like storytellers here. Yeah. But it is interesting to have a Legends, even though it's not Legends. It's like a, you know. A, yeah. Because it's technically, the way I see it, it's like a Legends yeah. storyline where it's not really mentioned, but it is canonical. Yeah. So it, I would like to have that. That's like, oh yeah, a fire, yeah. uh, like if, a campfire yeah. story. If it shows that he does have an impact that ripples into the main like story arcs of the Star Wars saga that'd be cool yeah. I would like that or if he meets like a legacy character in some yeah. way that'd well, be he, cool he's already met Saw mm-hmm. yeah He's already met Saw Gerrera. He's already... I can totally see him meeting somebody else. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you this. We won't find out until the first quarter of next year. So that's going to be an interesting piece. Besides Survivor, anything you're interested in, Nick, on that lineup? Um, There's another game that's out there. I can't remember its name, but it's like just basically robots killing each other. I, I'm really oh, uh, I know what you're talking it's like about. Robotech I, or something like that? It's or? Armor or something. I know what you're talking about. Armor like Core or something? Yeah, it's like oh. Armor Core, Armor Core, Armor War or something like that. Something, that, yeah. Game looks bananas. Gotcha. All right. they, they also showed, which I um, they showed like a preview, which is uh, Warhammer. Yeah, that looked kind of cool because that's how like you know, I picture a Warhammer game to be. Yeah, just like crazy, kind of like um, was it um, Gear of Gears of War? Gears of War. You uh, you have to play uh, Vermintide. Vermintide was a is lot of fun. Vermintide was a, is another Warhammer game, but it's mm-hmm. like in the middle in like the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's basically you just surviving. Oh yeah, through, uh, through like a level. Okay, for me, it's pretty fun. Hades too. I fell in love with the first Hades. You played it. I played Hades. You haven't played it. No. I don't think it's the type of game for you, but I'm a huge like mythology fan. I love Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. I love what they did with Hades. The storytelling super great. The characters are really great. Yeah. Dying in the game isn't punishable. It's not like super punishing, but it makes you want to learn like learn more about it. Yeah. I would say just play it. Just like maybe do a couple runs, play like mm-hmm. two three hours into it, and see if you like it. It's really interesting so i'm glad to see that there's a second one yeah because the first one was great uh we're gonna move through these other pieces of news quickly to kind of go into our main topic uh markiplier in the news for once we're actually talking about him here on the show interestingly but reason why is because out of nowhere sexy (laughs) he launches an OnlyFans. yeah now here's the thing right when you think of Markiplier and OnlyFans, it's two different entities that don't really mix together. Yeah, it's not the first thing you would think of. Yeah. He's such he's 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 a very wholesome he is. person. He is. But yeah. according to what has been released, there is information basically saying that he is doing this OnlyFans for charity. Yes. So out of the two charities, it's the Cincinnati Children's Hospital and the World Food Program. Yeah. 
So what's interesting about this is he's not doing full nudes. He's doing, as you say, tasteful nudes. Tasteful nudes. Tasteful like his calendar. Yeah. Boring. But even though you do say boring. Show me that wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Some people paid for eggplant. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? That's what they want. I want it on a mug. They want that. <laughs> I, that's actually one of my Christmas gifts this year to my brother. Oh, I, I wait, actually, what? Not me. <laughs> that's weird. Start brother. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it, it's a, it's a naked man on a on a, on a coffee mug. That's it. Oh, okay, but, okay, cool. But here's the cool thing. Does he listen but, to the show? Because he just gave it away. He's, he doesn't listen. <laughs> He's supportive, that's yeah. for sure. He, he'll listen for. The he listens to this one episode. It's like, oh, Nick, he you listens, got me a, you got me a naked man. He, on a he, mind, he does the same thing my girlfriend does. She watches, he watches this kid. That's it, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, he's not into this part. It's forty yeah, minutes. It's 40 minutes. <laughs> Get to the point. Anyway, it's a black mug. That it's a black mug. Can't really see anything. Everything like that looks like a normal black mug. Okay. Once you put hot liquids oh, in the, oh, it's a a naked, is it a full frontal naked man or is it yes. like really? It's a it's a full frontal naked man sitting on a chair, and his and his wiener is just <laughs> there. Good just to there. know. Yeah. And so it's, have it's, a little 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 morning wood with your coffee. I'm not gonna lie. It's huge. Oh my god, Nick! That, that, You're no. on a bad roll today, dude. Like this is the the head. It, lo- <laughs> it looks like a baby holding an apple, man. <laughs> It's just, I was, I was shocked when I saw it. Like I was like, I'm gonna oh my mute God. you for like five minutes, dude. I'm, like, oh I'm gonna God. time you out, dude. Just, well, Markiplier is using OnlyFans for good, dude, so it, that's the news. Does right it look there. like a baby holding a, an apple? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm disappointed. He's not. Yeah. Uh, movie news: <laughs> Rush Hour Four confirmed by Jackie Chan, and Dark Tower getting an adaptation on Amazon or by Amazon Studios yeah. by the uh, Haunting of Hill House creator. Mike, Mike uh, Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. I'm, I'm not, a huge fan of his. Listen, I'm. I would have been excited if it would have been by the producers of The Boys. Then I think I would have been excited for Dark Tower. Really? Yeah. No, he's just saying stuff. He's not meaning it. <laughs> well, because no, because uh, Mike Flanagan did directed Doctor Sleep. Yeah. So he's already touched on to a Stephen King. He's, he he did Doctor Sleep and Doctor Sleep was okay. Doctor Sleep was good. That's the thing. Doctor Sleep was okay. I feel like he understands what Stephen King's vision is because Dark Tower is basically a huge stretch and it connects every single Stephen King. So do you want Idris Elba back? I would love to see Idris Elba back. That'd be cool. And, and Matthew uh, McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. That'd be cool. But I'm not going to see. We're not going to see that because um, Mike Flanagan likes to do his own thing. That's the thing. Um, there, there's a reason why we didn't get to see like a Jack Nicholson in Doctor Sleep. It was like a stand-in kind of actor when he did Doctor Sleep. Mm. But um, yeah. So that's the thing is Dark Tower connects like it and you know to the shining and stuff like that it connects everything it comes full circle in a oh, way does it really yeah because you find out pennywise is from that world and stuff like that yeah uh, it all revolves around a turtle yeah that's the whole point that's why they keep on talking about turtles yeah the turtle is like the like the, the all-seeing you know you like protector of the universe and stuff yeah like and that. that's why turtles keep popping up inside of like christine and, mm-hmm. it and anything that was connected to it and then that's how he connects it all and basically it escaped one of the like hell dimensions yeah. from the dark tower and then he made it into the it's, into our reality it's so funny how stephen king created this so world. his mind is actually not crazy uh, yeah still crazy. no it's still crazy he's just you know creative 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, um, let's say that. No, he's <laughs> a better and nice Shamal. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, let's let, let's not all just start blowing him, all right? He did. <laughs> he, did he did also have a giant child child orgy. So let's yeah, not let's not let's all all just go like, hey, he's doing. Well, he's the he best. likes to do. It's so weird how he likes to create like trauma within kids in his stories and stuff like that. I'm just saying, you know, that's pretty messed up. And then yeah. like, there's all this like I uh, like there's undertones of. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was he? Of uh, the kid in Shining being yeah. molested by his dad. Yeah, they, like Stephen King always has like this dark take on children, and just we yeah, have, we just have to just shock tra- factor. We have to shock yeah. factor and traumatize them and yeah. everything yeah. else. It's it's it's. It, yeah, sometimes it's a much. So that's sometimes a lot to end comic strips on. Thanks for that. Sorry, yeah, no, but, right, no, so. but Dark Tower. Though. Yeah, <laughs> Dark but, Tower. Though. But back to Dark Tower. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's interesting because you know I want to see what Mike Flanagan has. You know, a vision for. Yeah. I mean, if you guys want to, if you guys want a good idea, what Mike Flanagan does. One of my favorite Netflix shows that he does is the uh, Midnight Mass. Oh, yeah. super good. That's like my favorite show that he does. Yeah, like. You can you can skip haunting the Hill House. It's scary, but it's a it's it's I like haunting on house. I I feel like Midnight Mass is a much more better storytelling. It's long. I've heard. Like uh, Midnight long. Mass. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like it's eight like or nine episodes. It's eight it's, or nine episodes, but movie length. I always yeah, I always good, felt though. that haunting on Hill House was kind of like a uh, what is it? It's very much I I put things in it so that way you're forced to rewatch it so that way it would get higher numbers. Yeah, no, because he does a lot of because Mike Flanagan does the one thing I like is a lot of background stuff. You yeah. have to pay attention to the background. He's also a fan of like shiny eyes because he does that in both Haunting the Hill House and Doctor Sleep and mm. Midnight Mass when he does because in Midnight Mass it's has to do with like vampires and stuff like that. And when people are vampires, he likes to do like the sh- like little glowing eyes. He didn't do. Did he do uh, what's his name? Um, oh my god, the with James McAvoy, which um, one? The one that was in. Uh, oh my god, why can't I think? I'm gonna give you ten seconds. Otherwise, we're moving on because for we Unbreakable. Oh, gla- oh, glass. Oh no, that was no, no, not glass, but it was a split. Split. It was M- that was M Night Shyamalan. That was M Night Shyamalan. That yeah, was Shyamalan. Thing. All yeah. right, so we're gonna wrap up comic strips with that. I'm excited for Rush Hour Four. Just kind of ended up on that, mm-hmm. even though I mentioned it. I don't think anyone else is. I'm excited for it. Love that. I mean, I'm definitely excited to see what's where it's gonna go. Yeah. I'm so gonna... we'll see that. Even I, I just, it's cool to see it. Yeah. It's cool to see him back. What's a Jackie Chan? Come on, Jackie I, Chan. I want to. I think I'd be okay if Lee and. I don't want Lee and Carter in it. I want oh Lee and Carter's kids in it. Sure. Okay. Well, that. thanks for that take. Why not? Thanks for that take. I mean. So, we're going to talk about. No, we're done. We're done. we're done. We're done. We're done. No. No. You can't bring you up no, no. Rush Hour 4 and not have a conversation about it. No, I just, I'm excited for it. That's all I wanted to do. Well, what that's do you it? want from we it? We have like 45 minutes left in the show. What do you want show. from it, though? I, that's it. I just said I'm excited for the announcement. You don't have to yell at me. You can shut up, Nick. God damn, dude! I swear, you just it's love been to like rile this me all up. night. <laughs> just to let you guys know, like, oh man, they're really hot. No, it's been like this since Brian's got here. 
I came in, no yeah. high, no, no nothing. Yeah, you came in with a good attitude until, you know, apparently Nick opened his damn mouth. And just I like, didn't even say anything. Yeah, that, just that, that's, your, Brian, that's your freaking problem. This is what problem. we've been had. <laughs> that's <laughs> your freaking problem. So who's on I the was super excited to see both of you guys. So I know and then you come over here Not and you're really just all dopey mopey, going all dumb. I wasn't all mopey dumb. Yes, you were. I was I was eating a sandwich when you when you came God, in. God, dude, Nick, you pissed me and then off. I was, dude. <laughs> I was literally on TikTok when you, you walked me in. Off. Yeah, not TikTok. acknowledging me. You know what? Not Nick? acknowledging <laughs> me with his beautiful sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Just because your sweater says "Daddy" Shut, on it. No, I was, I was supposed <laughs> to automatically. It's, I keep forgetting. I don't know why we keep thinking it says "Daddy." It says "Hope you find your dad." It says "Buddy." That's yeah. what we keep referring God, to, dude. <laughs> Sickening mind. <laughs> Moving on. That wraps up comic strips, ladies and gentlemen. Good job. Thanks, Nick, for just derailing this conversation. Let's talk about James Gunn on Twitter. All right? James Gunn on Twitter. Just putting out information left and right. James James Gunn Gunn on on Twitter. Twitter. Yes, he's just putting information out there. He's doing what? (laughs) Putting goddamn information out there. I don't don't know why. That reminded me of Horrible Bosses. You seen Horrible Bosses too? Yeah. Where where they're like, oh, oh, yeah, what's it? I was going to call it a shower, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, shower buddy. Shower he's buddy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, why would you want to have? Why would you want to take a shower with your buddy? Why would you want to take a shower with your dad? <laughs> oh, we're done. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Okay. Piss me off, man. God, dude. I swear. James got on Twitter. Yeah. Just putting information out left and right, right? So there's a piece of information that we kind of like didn't say much about Stop that we kind of briefly touched on last week, which was that he made announcements. No, give him the ketchup, dude. <laughs> give him the goddamn ketchup. Stop being a child. Me. You threw it at Stop me. being a child. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so he puts out, inf- yeah. puts out information right yeah. on Twitter last week, basically saying that his plan is he's going to have an interconnected universe for yes. the DCEU. Everything's going to be all the medium that we'll see for um all the DC stuff, video games, animation, you know, TV shows, all movies. Connected, yes. Yeah. Be all connected like a circle. Yeah. We, <laughs> like a circle. You know it's interesting cuz no one really paid attention to that bit, right? No. So, I don't know if this is going to be part of the connection, but it was mentioned in the VGAs, the Suicide Squad. Mhm. There was a trailer for it or a small little like sneak peek of like a cutscene from the game. Yeah. Right? It's not connected. You don't think so? I think they're too far into development to stop. But with it being in development, that doesn't stop James Gunn from saying like this is connected in a separate universe and we can bring it in. You could, but also I think at a certain point we've already we've developed this game to where it's almost finished. Literally, it's in beta testing when I took over. If I were to stop it or to just fight, like cancel the game, yeah, it would be a lot. Like it would just be hundreds of millions. Of it's dollars the same thing as like Black Adam. Like if 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 they were to cancel Black Adam, Black Adam supposedly is on route to lose like a hundred million dollars or something like that. Yeah, is and they're not moving forward with the second movie. Yeah. yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, that's not part of James Gunn's plan apparently. As an uh, initial plan. Look, it was a you good know, film. You know it what? It was a good Hon- movie. It's a good film, and you know what? Honestly, if he wanted to bring those characters back and just like reboot them, yeah, and everything else, and maybe use them somewhere else, I would be totally down. Yeah, yeah. which is fine. Uh, one piece of information we did not mention about the Suicide Squad, which we do need to bring up, is that Kevin Conroy will be voicing Batman yeah. in that game. And it was announced briefly, kind of, 
that it is his last piece before his passing. As far as we know, as far as that's we know. medium it's one that's, of, it's that's one come of them. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of them. Wasn't there a radio broadcasting that he was an working on? He was working on an audio broadcast, but I don't know how far into it he got. Uh, you want to bet that James Gunn's wanting to release that? Probably. That's Probably. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I think as soon as you know, I'm pretty sure they finished. I'm. I'm sure that Conroy finished everything he needed to do and he was done with it and everything like that because he wasn't working. According to Kevin Smith, he wasn't working on anything no. at the time of his at the time of his death. Mm-hmm. He because he went to go talk to him because apparently he wanted uh, he wanted to talk about He Man. Oh, because he was in because uh, Conroy's in He Man mm-hmm. and everything like that. So is he working on a second season? They were working on something, but I know that uh, he had a script that he wanted Conroy to read, and then uh, he was like, and then Conroy wasn't able to do it, because hmm. he said, "Oh, like I'm down to come to like come down to you, and we'll read the script, and then we'll do like a podcast and everything like that, hmm. but we'll do it after the holidays, because I've been feeling I haven't been feeling a hundred percent." Yeah, and then like, I think like a week later he died. That sucks. So it's it's sad because at the trailer you basically hear or you see Batman. Yeah. You and see then Batman. his screen just blacks out and it says, I am vengeance, I am the night, I'm Batman yeah. in Conroy's voice. I don't think that think, he actually says that in the game. I um, think that was probably taken out like from different lines mashed together to make him say that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's pretty interesting to see that he was involved in the Suicide Squad game. I feel like this is like one out of the few projects we'll see later on moving forward. We'll see him. I think he's. I think we'll see like maybe one more project that he was involved with. He was the voice of Batman in the Arkham series. Yes, yes. and that was so good. Mm-hmm. Which that, I think, but the the interesting thing I thought was, this must be an interesting story because Conroy has said several times, "I won't do Batman unless I like unless I really liked the script. Mm-hmm. If I didn't really like the script, I'm not doing it." Yeah. So this definitely concerns a couple things about that game. I don't think that the Justice League will be dying because that's kind of like what is the main story theme. Yeah, we were it's talking about it. Squad. We yeah. were talking about it earlier of like, well, who who defeats who defeats Brainiac? Yeah, like, in the long the, run. Yeah. yeah, like King Shark, it doesn't defeat Brainiac. That's a Superman thing. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just not strong enough. They're but see, here's the problem with them. it: is that these are cool, interesting stories. And James Gunn might not be pulling them in mm-hmm. to craft his universe here, right? Now, it was interesting because Andy and I went to Downtown Disney yesterday, and we were mm-hmm. talking about. Because she asked me, she's like, "Oh, if you ever were given the opportunity to produce something for Disney, would you do it?" And I said, "No. Yeah, it's I, I would, but I'd have to really consider what that production would be. Yeah, because when you're locked into Disney, it kind of feels like you're locked into life for it, right? <laughs> and then she brought up James Gunn, and I said, mm-hmm. "Well, James Gunn's a different." He's kind of different in this sense, mm-hmm. right? Because James Gunn did something that most other producers and directors can't really do, which is pull the bottom of the barrel characters and make them interesting and sell them. If it wasn't for yeah. James Gunn, mm-hmm. you've said this years ago before yeah. we started the show. Guardians of the Galaxy was a knockoff comic book. It yeah. was they were mentioned. No one cared about it. No yeah. one cared. They were characters that popped in on different storylines yeah. for like two panels and gone. That was it. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, Guardians of the Galaxy comes out. Mm-hmm. Popped off. Everyone yes. wanted Guardians comic books. Everyone knows about Groot, Rocket Raccoon, Drax. Yeah, Agent Gamora. Venom yeah. was in Guardians for a bit. Iron Man was in Guardians when they relaunched it. Ghost yeah. Rider mm-hmm. was in there as well. Yeah. So now they're they're doing these things. And There's- James Gunn did something that you know no one else could revitalize the interesting aspects of D-list characters. Yeah. Well, that's the same thing he did in Suicide Squad with a lot of like Polka Dot Man, yeah. uh, Rat Catcher, like there's a lot of Peacemaker. He, Peacemaker. These like. D 
D-list villains where you're like, wow, these guys suck. Why yeah. do you care about those? Yeah, like, yeah. why do you care about them? But I feel like that's just, that's the way that James Gunn works. Yeah. And he knows how to, like, he really knows how to polish a turd. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. He really knows how to polish well, a turd. We talked about it before he came about just James Gunn being the head of DC Studios where... It's interesting that now he's the head of creating a universe now, creating a cinematic universe, essentially being part of one and seeing how you said being how the sausage was made and kind of he, he probably did see a lot of stuff when he was working for Marvel, seeing how everything works and how everyone communicates and how everything, how everyone builds a universe together, probably being like, well, I don't really agree with that. I'd rather go a different route with it that way. And now he has that. Now he has that ability. Well, that's the thing, though, is because yeah. I was telling him, I go, he has to have an idea. Yeah. There has to be some kind of an idea because there's no way in hell that Warner DC gave him the keys to the kingdom and then went like, sure, yeah. what, do whatever you want to do. He he had to have pitched them some. Kind he must of have an knocked idea. out that proposal like out of the park, especially if two it has times to, around the world, especially if it has to deal with animated. Car, it has to do with animated live action and video games of like we're gonna do the D, we're gonna do the we're doing Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. but we're gonna do we're gonna go bigger yeah we're, we're gonna good. we're gonna do what they said they were gonna do in the very beginning mm-hmm. and we're gonna make that a reality you heard about the MCU you've heard about the Star Wars universe you heard about all Disney what Disney's doing mm-hmm. we're gonna do that but ten times bigger yeah exactly because yes. Star Wars kind of does that. They, they do, already kind of do. Yeah, they already do that, but it's not as effective. And I'm sorry, like you know, to the Star Wars fans, mm-hmm. it's not as effective because how many people are going to say that they watched all of Andor? You and I haven't finished no. it, but on also the book of Boba Fett, no one really cares about that. No. And I'm sorry, but Star Wars fans are some of the biggest. Crazy I saw the video you sent us in the chat where which it's, one? Uh, oh, <laughs> the Key and Peele, <laughs> yeah, Key and Peele where it's uh, Obama. He's all like, "Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you." He's all, "Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. from the bottom. Now we're here." <laughs> No, but that's the thing is that, like, you know, Star Wars fans are some of the biggest babies out there, right? Yeah. Because, I'm sorry, you're a Star Wars fan, you probably feel cry like, because I, I feel it doesn't like, fit your way. I, or because the Legends yeah. thing went away and now you're crying. Yeah, sorry, go matter. on. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It's just, you know, when 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 you do something to that magnitude, you know, there's always going to be, you're not, not everyone's going to be a banker. Yeah. You know, and the, obviously that's going to come with DC as well, too. But at the same time, at least it's interesting to see that, DC is trying to they're going the same route as Marvel but at the same time they want to be still different yes. and they want to go one step above them yeah you know which is fine you yeah know? Um, I'm interested to see what James Gunn has planned because it seems like the main the gold standard is um, Kingdom Come yes he wants to do that that's his goal yeah. which is great it's interesting my, I'm gonna say my this. thing is, is that I, I really want DC to stop doing these aged up heroes. Yeah. Like that's the problem. But that's the thing though, is that they want, cause DC wants to be the more mature. They want to be the adult when yeah. it comes to these DC, when it comes to superhero movies. I feel like that's more of like of Warner brothers kind of thing. Like Warner brothers wants to be the adult. They yeah. want to get the adults. The Marvel, Mar- Disney can have all the kids. We don't care. Yeah. We want the adults. They can the have adults, the family friendly stuff. Yeah, because yeah. adults. Marvel aims for five to eighteen year olds, and DC wants the twenty five to like fifty year olds. Which is also interesting because that shows in the latest Marvel projects. You know, like Thor: Love and Thunder. You see that a lot with um, the Disney shows as well too. The Disney Plus shows that people are, not, are aging out. Yeah, they're not. They're not taking certain risks. They're playing safe a lot. Look. Here's one argument that I cannot agree with with people making about James Gunn 
taken over Mm -hmm. uh, the DCEU, right? It's this idea that people feel DC is not going to be in safe hands with James Gunn because James Gunn tends to be a funnier director. Here's what I have to say to these people. Shut up. Legitimately. For for me, I'm getting more irritated with the whole cancellation of Wonder Woman 3. Okay. Like, people are losing faith after hearing that. And I'm like, Wonder Woman 84 didn't do well. It wasn't good. It wasn't. So now let me let me there's before, a radi- before there's you beat me to the punch. Patty Jenkins lost her Star Wars contract. Yeah, but, but let me don't beat me to the punch. Wait for this, okay? See if you can agree with me on this. Certain directors have absolutes to the way they direct things. Yes. Right? Mm. When you think of like Quentin Tarantino, uh, Del Toro, uh, Edgar Wright, like they all have certain ways of directing things, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. a director's different than a producer. Right now, James Gunn isn't directing anything for the DCU. Mm-hmm. He's producing for the DCU. Yeah. So when it comes down to that, how can we judge his work when he hasn't done anything for the DECEU yet? Right now, you said it yourself. They canceled Wonder Woman 3. They've stopped Man of Steel 2. Mm -hmm. They're basically not moving forward with Black Adam 2. Right? There's a lot of things that are happening super quickly that he in his Twitter post said some may be true, yeah, some yeah. may be not. I actually have the. Do you have post. that tweet? Yeah. It's, a, it's a long tweet, but I have it screenshot. Do you want me to read it, or I can read it? You you it. Do you want to read it? I got it. Yeah. <laughs> do you have an interesting voice to read it in? I do. Okay, give me your Info. interesting, Twitter. not sensual voice. Yeah. Which one? This one? Yeah. So that starting from here, and then it goes down to the comments, and then just to read, keep going, go that. All right. So, oh my God, give me the, no, you're as done. for the story you're done. told no, no. <laughs> in the Hollywood Reporter. Stop, dude. Some of it is true. Nick. Can you read it like in a 1950s like news reporter? Thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, so, you know. <laughs> so, this Justin, this Justin, as far, as far as the stories yesterday in Hollywood Reporter, some of it is true, some of it is half true, some it. Uh, some of it is not true, and some of it we weren't deciding yet, whether it's true or not. Although first month at the DC has been fruitful, building the next ten years of story taking, taking time, and we're still just beginning. Peter and I chose to helm DC Studios, knowing we knew we were coming into a fraction a fractious environment, both in the stories being told and the audience itself and there would be an an unavoidable transition period as we moved into telling a cohesive story in film tv animation and gaming you went from a 1950s reporter to sensual idris elba thank you yeah Yeah. thanks yeah you're welcome sensual idris elba see i can give compliments unlike you I can give compliments. No, shut up. You, you look really good in that sweater. Shut up. Yeah, the blue brings out the brownness in your eyes. <laughs> it really does. It yeah. really brings the poo. Shut up. It really brings Nick. out the poo in your eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> you know your beard rubs against the mic? You got to stop. People don't like that. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, God. Okay, so point being, yeah. that quote basically <laughs> said yeah. that... There's a lot of stuff that has come out that isn't true, that could be true, or that is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so he's being very cryptid here about what exactly is going to happen moving forward with the DCEU. Yeah. There's actually more to that. I don't know. There's yeah, a lot yeah. more. Puts, yeah. I don't know if you want me to read. Here, that. I'll read do you, that. Want read. do you want me to read the rest? No, I'll read the rest. All right. 
Do you so, have a central? Is your from the top. No, I'm just going to go straight forward because I think people might be annoyed already of it. But in <laughs> the end, the drawbacks of the transitional period were dwarfed by creative possibilities and the opportunity to build upon what was worked in D.C. so far and to help rectify what has not. We know we are not going to make every single person happy every step of the way, but we can promise everything we do is done in the service of the story and oh, sorry, in the service of the story and in the service of the D.C. characters. Yeah. We know it. We know you cherish, and we have cherished our whole lives. This is where he has the photo of Kingdom Come. Yeah. As for more answers about the future of the DCU, I will sadly have to ask you to wait. We are giving these characters and the stories the time and attention they deserve, and we ourselves still have a lot more questions to ask and answer. So, yeah. it was a long tweet. It was a long tweet. Yeah. It was, it but was I think like he's five. kind of just shutting people up. Well, here's the thing, though. It, no matter what, it, it only makes sense that he wasn't going to come in and then just go, okay, how do I build uh, a universe with f- three or four different ideas already kind of working at the same time? That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. You have to just wipe the slate clean. It's the same thing that D- that D- that uh, Disney did with Star Wars in the very beginning where they were like, there's so much legend stories that if we, if we try to do legends, uh, a future Star Wars, we're never going to hit it right because they're There's so many interesting stories. Instead, why don't we just say that they're legends? We're going to move on and we could tell our own stories. Mm-hmm. That's what, unfortunately that's what James Gunn has to do. And he's going to have to just wipe the slate clean and go, okay, cool. He might bring back these actors. He might not. Maybe he has a different vision for these actors. Yeah. In all fairness, I think Gal Gadot did a great job as Wonder Woman. She's an amazing Wonder Woman. She is the face of Wonder Woman, in my opinion. Like she, the looks like of it in the acting. She is a really, she's a really great Wonder yeah. Woman. Uh, was it uh, Jason Momoa? A great Aquaman. Uh, you know Henry Cavill. I think the casting across the board, except for like one of them, was really good. <laughs> you know, and I'll let you guys kind of figure out which one it was. But yeah. I'm, pre- but they all, they were all Should've home done runs. A background check on that. Yeah, they were, all, they were all for the most part home runs. Yeah. I mean, the the thing is that unfortunately, we have a different vision. They they all have a different vision, and who knows? Maybe they thought. Maybe we should do a younger Justice League. Maybe we should do an older Justice League. Let's age everybody up. Let's try. Let's. You know, my thing is that I don't want to see an aged up Justice League. It doesn't work. You want yeah. to just kind of hold off on it and like explore the young. But that's the thing is like, do we want other origin stories? If we're really talking about this in the terms of what is, his plan is, the I, thing is, is that you. It's proven that you can do certain comic book movies without telling the origin. You know, Spider-Man, yeah, Batman, Spider-Man, Superman. I mean, Batman, you Superman. can do a Batman movie without doing the origin. I mean, we, that was we proven did. in the Batman. Yeah. yeah. And then same thing with, you could do Superman without S- without destroying Krypton. You can do Spider-Man I am, without. I am interested to hear about yeah. Matt Reeves, though, because they haven't said anything about Matt Reeves' second Batman. You know what? Really. I think I think what they want to do is, is that they want to make one more movie of that. Because it seems like he has an idea of what the second movie is going to be, and I think they like it, but they know that it's already a separate universe, and it doesn't work. And because they're also because that also puts Joker, uh, the second Joker movie, up in. Uh, but they're already making that movie. Yeah. How much but, you want to? Well, that's that, my thing though is that yeah. they are they already just can't they just canceled uh, the production of Wonder Woman two. They just mm. they're canning. I How think, much you want to bet that James Gunn looks at the Batman and says like that's too 
big of a piece of art to just kind of throw away. We well, really the success of the first one, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I, I think not only that, but also I can only imagine being in a boardroom and going like, "So we're gonna stop making the Batman movies." <laughs> and then, no, everyone, like, everyone did what you just did, just laughed. Yeah. Everyone in that boardroom laughing like that, like that hard. And then they were like, "All right, James, maybe we should like lay off." Hey, the James, wings. yeah, man, you're a funny dude, man. Yeah, like, alrighty, you like, just, relax. This, this jackoff said, "Like, we're not gonna make another Batman movie." <laughs> <laughs> you just started, man. Oh, look, look, a hundred dollar bill <laughs> rips yeah. it up. Do you, oh, yeah. you know how much money we threw at that movie? Do you know how much it printed? Yeah, <laughs> it was like making money. Yeah. It was just printing money at a See certain the, point. He pulls out you a mean, photo of me. He's like, "You see this man? iPod 12s I bought." <laughs> <laughs> I want James going to pull, or I want some board member. (laughs) A board member pulls out a photo of me. Just goes like, you see this man right here? This man? Mm -hmm. We made him cry. We're not canceling this movie. We're not canceling it. So that's that's my big thing, though, is that I I can see them doing, because what I really wouldn't mind is if they went and called them black and, uh, which are like the the black series or like the black and white. Oh, yeah. Or like, like the noir, kind like of the thing. like those yeah. noir, like those noir films yeah. of like their their one offs. DC Legends. Yeah, yeah, like that would be a that would be like a cool little like way of like putting them yeah. under. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, that's the thing, and it's it's interesting that you know again. I feel like they're not going to do that to the Batman movie, or at least the sequel. Stop. Or even the Joker. That's a good joke. Yeah. Honestly, No, but the, the Joker... Joker are, oh, yeah, they're making a second Joker. Yeah, they're making a second Joker. Then Holly Quinn has uh, been already cast. She's already been cast yeah. in, the, in Lady Gaga. Yeah. Not only that, but also, I mean, they pro- they've been in talks with Walking Phoenix, because Walking Phoenix doesn't really do sequels. No, he doesn't. Yeah. So the, it must be a really good <laughs> script if Walking Phoenix is like, yeah, I'm down to do a second one. Well, apparently it's supposed to be very musical-esque. Like it's a, it's different. Yeah, that's probably the reason why. That's yeah. probably why Walking Phoenix is like down for it. But that's what I'm. But that's what I mean, though. We're assuming though that he hasn't touched them yet. But that's the thing is that the reports that were leaked yeah. were Wonder Woman, Superman, mm-hmm. Aquaman. Again, even James Gunn has said in his tweet, he goes, "Some of them are true, some of them are not." Yeah. yeah. So Thank I mean, you, in all fairness, I do feel that Superman is still good. I, I don't think that they're touching Superman. That's the thing. I when it comes to canceling Wonder Woman, they may have canceled the the movie, but I don't think they canceled Gal Gadot as as Wonder Woman. They know that's too much of a good thing, you know. Am I really going to risk recasting Wonder Woman when we already have a great Wonder Woman that mm-hmm. puts butts in seats? Yeah, you already have fans jumping in to see Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Same so now, thing, same thing with Jason Momoa. Yeah, yeah, because they were saying that he is. They're no longer going to be doing. I thought because from the rumor I heard is that they they don't want to do another Aquaman movie because of Amber Heard. That makes sense. It like, does. Like they want to recast. They want to recast and the wanna, whole cast. Like they just want to. They just want to wipe that, the slate. That's fine. One person ruins they, that whole movie. And then hey, you know, someone did with another movie. No, in a they're DC still releasing movie. it. Yeah, um, pushed it forward. I think. Yeah, yeah they're pushing it a forward. whole like two weeks ahead. Yeah, yeah they're they're just trying. I think they're just trying to get it off the slate. We <laughs> gotta put this goddamn movie out. <laughs> like, I think they just need. I I feel like it's one of those things of we need to get it off the slate. Mm-hmm. We just need to put it out there. We need to make our money back so that we can stop what talking. Money? back that way we can stop making Ezra that way we can just stop talking to Ezra Miller we don't have to return <laughs> yeah. his calls anymore 
hey, when's the when, when's the movie coming out? Oh, when are you gonna stop being? Uh, <laughs> when are you gonna stop being a dick? Are. Yeah, when are you gonna stop being who you are? You know? <laughs> <laughs> stop being a weirdo. But here's my thing, right? So I have a question in terms of this. So no one likes cancellations, no. right? And people are no excited one likes for the it. idea. Yeah, no, right? So I came out of work today, mm-hmm. okay, and I'm going through Twitter and I see, oh, Batman Beyond movie could have potentially been made with Michael Keaton, right? Mm-hmm. It's canceled. So do you know how many imaginary tables I flipped in my head? That's the third time. What? It's already the third time that a Batman Beyond movie has been canceled. Yeah. yeah that's true. So I'm not I'm not too stressed. The one oh, I'm movie, stressed. I want the, one. The one movie in which I'm really, I'm kind of trying to figure out if whether or not it's still on the slate, and I really hope it is. Well, I hope not. Well, for one, Blue Beetle. That's still on that's, there. Yeah, that's he still making it. it. Yeah, he released the poster. I know, but it's on the slate. <laughs> Hold on. You want this? <laughs> Too damn bad. No, no, no. <laughs> but Blue Beetle, but I, I'm also really interested to kind of see if on the slate, um, oh my God, I lost track of thought. I, I literally lost track of my thought. Uh, what movie am I looking for? Come back to me. <laughs> no, Come back to me, please. the movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, dang it. Oh, man, I had it in my head. I'm going to speak and he's going to be like, oh, I got it. Never mind. Watch. Right. As soon, yeah, as, start as, soon as I start bringing up no, another No, it's point. not Blue Beetle. But, okay, so moving on while he gets his thoughts collected yeah. and everything, right? So in terms of – think in your own head, please. So in, t- <laughs> so in terms of like don't. Nah, you know, that was annoying last yeah, week. Yeah, don't. <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to make that so why'd you do it? I, I got a spray some dirty 40 on that. Why'd you move the mic away from you? I, I was doing that. Dramatic it, effect. It was a dramatic effect for the camera. Oh, well, you know. You know, it's funny you didn't make that sound when you brought it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was question, fine. Question, right? Yeah. No one likes cancellation. No one wants no, to see no. their favorite projects get you know thrown out of the way and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So you have people, especially in the DC fandom right that are super hardcore about who's producing shut your mouth <laughs> shut your mouth i told I you were gonna do that i, no, what it was, I know it was you hold that thought so <laughs> i remember what it was so, <laughs> so my question is what if james gunn comes in and says like yeah the stuff that happened with christopher nolan we're not doing that the stuff that happened with snyder we're not dealing with that right you're gonna get people super upset about it mm-hmm. i have a theory that the way james gunn is going to handle this is he's going to separate it in different respective universes mm-hmm. the Lo- the nolan batman the snyder verse and then there's this era of the dc and he's yeah. going to structure it in a way that's respectable yeah. to producers and directors that have worked on these previous iterations yeah. because the moment he comes in and just starts chopping things down right left and right you're going to get people upset about it. And what he wants, he's a, he's a person that wants people to love him. Mm-hmm. We know that. The way he directs and the way he produces, he loves that attention. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to make enemies. I think he wants everyone to be his friend. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I can totally see that. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about your thoughts now? Yeah. I I was going to say, because it was already announced over at uh, DC Fandom, the, the last DC Fandom that they had, uh, Static Shock. Was our was on the slate? They were oh, they were in development right. of the Static Shock. Movie. I thought that was a comic book. No, no. they said there was going to be a live action movie Static Shock. That's always been in like development. And they, they were also and they were also uh, working on an Icon movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
Oh, that's right. So, Icon and Rocket. Yeah. They were going to they were trying to work on an Icon and Rocket movie yeah. and they were also going to try and work on a Static Shock movie. Yeah, cuz they just obtained uh not the rights, but they just brought up the whole Milestone Comics, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Static Shock, Icon and Rocket are all attached was, to those. It, it was just the 30th yeah, for yeah. for Milestone, I think mm-hmm. just recently. Yeah, it was the anniversary. So that was the whole point: is they were going to redo, they were going to make those into brand new TV shows or a sh- or a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, they could still be working on them because it doesn't sound like they've canceled them or yeah. anything like that. So I wouldn't uh, mind them kind of going, "Oh yeah, they're in our universe, and we're going to make and we're going to make those." Yeah, characters. I'm going to tell you right now. There's a bit of like recently, right? Now that mm-hmm. you bring up Static Shock, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of like hesitation for me to be excited for a static shock movie why static shock for me growing up was a tv show about a superhero with disadvantages in the community uh-huh. because of who he was yeah. right but every episode that came out always taught you a lesson yeah uh-huh. right the show right the show mm-hmm. right it was that was the kind of trend setting thing for like the early like 2000s late 90s cartoons and tv shows that well, were out they there would right? always they would always touch but that was the same thing with the comics too the comics, was, would, yeah. the comics would always try to teach you a lesson by the end of it too yeah so i've been on this uh fresh prince of bel-air kind of like train just the rewatching old, the, the old older school, the older okay. one right yeah. yeah and i thought about how like tv shows back then were pretty much like they they were like they had a story in it they had a, like a prolonging story that would last the whole season but the uh, main point of it kind of like full house as well is that they teach you a lesson yeah, they got into they they had an idea. They got into shenanigans. They got caught. They then fixed it, and then they learned something at the end. Exactly. So like there was an episode just quick, uh, where they're trying to get into a fraternity, mm-hmm. and Carlton says no because he is a colored person but with advantages, and he's not a representative. Oh, of, with like, privilege. The black yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so it's privilege. Will Will gets accepted because he came from Philly and he came from nothing, whereas Carlton they called him basically an Uncle Tom. So with that said, God, that's it. That's yeah, a tough episode. That, yeah, that's, yeah, that's no a, that that term too is just so bad. Yeah. Like, so oh. I with the new <laughs> Bel Air TV show revival, right? Yeah. It yeah. lost that essence mm-hmm. because it became a drama show. It became a a show about like everything so serious. Everything was so serious, yeah. right? So when it comes to Static Shock, it kind of I, I have a fear in that sense where if you're going to be producing a movie like that, are you going to be losing those elements of teaching? that the Static Um, Shock TV show had. I think overall, if you're going to do a Static Shock movie, you're going to have your underlying message, like how Black Panther did. I feel like that's where it would go. Even Spider-Man had that underlying message. Yeah, because my thing is that for for that one, it should be about bullying, coming into your own... Mm -hmm. And then there's a hero in everyone. That's yeah. the easiest. That's the easiest way to make a static shot. Stand up yeah. for what's right, even if it's not. Because easy. Virgil, like a hero can come from anywhere. Yeah, because yeah. Virgil Hawkins is a nerd. Like yeah. he's a hardcore nerd that just gets beat up all the time. Yeah. And then once he becomes static, that imbues him with that, uh, with the confidence that he needs to become a superhero. And he already idolizes some of the great superheroes that are uh, that are out there, like Icon, like. Uh, John Stewart, like these mm-hmm. other heroes, that he wants to be just like them, mm-hmm. and it really and it, it makes it so that way he wants to be ju- he wants to be a hero, and that's really awesome, mm-hmm. and you can definitely do a lot with that, because even the whole uh, even if you were to use like a lot of um, Static Shocks, you know, the show, uh, there's like that episode with Richie's dad. Where he, where, oh, Richie's yeah. da- where Richie's dad's a racist. Yeah, and that's, that's the reason why. Ri- and Richie, Richie never takes uh, Virgil Virgil's to his house. house. Yeah, 
Because his dad's racist. His dad's racist, and he doesn't like the fact that he's into, uh, what was it, that he's into, like, that hip-hop culture mm-hmm. yeah. and everything else. So There was another episode with Richie that always sticks with me, and it's when he becomes a meta-human, I think is what the term is, when mm-hmm. he starts to develop, like... Becomes a bang baby. Yeah. His own bang <laughs> yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah, it becomes a bang... That's what they were called. They were yeah. called bang babies. Bang babies. So, um... It's where he gets the miss, or he gets he gets the wrong message from Static, mm-hmm. where he was kind of like, "Oh well, now you're being jealous because I'm being a superhero and I have that ability to yeah. do so, and now you're not going to be the shining star to everyone, right?" Yeah. The underlying message to that was like, "Yeah, it's the whole Spider-Man thing. It's like with mm-hmm. great power comes great responsibility, just not in those words. Yeah. It's you got to relax a little bit, and you have to understand that you are a superhero with responsibilities. And you have to uphold that now. Yeah. Well, not only that, but also I think Stat." There's also like an underlying message of we don't know what the mist did to you. We know that it's affecting your brain, but we don't know how. Yeah. And I think a negative it affected affected him later for, on in the for show. For a little while, yeah. 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 But that's what I want James Gunn to do, right? Mm-hmm. As the head of the DCU, I want him to look at these things that we grew up because that is a big statement that he did say in his tweet. Yeah. That there's stories that we've grown up with that we've loved since we were kids. And then have stuck with us for years. There's certain mm-hmm. things, certain aspects and elements that make these heroes and these characters mm-hmm. cherished by us, right. right? Like for me, I could be reading a Spider-Man comic book, but mm-hmm. there's certain themes and underlying messages about Spider-Man that will forever stick with me, that make him who he is and will like that I'll, that I'll always love about him, mm-hmm. right? The same thing with you with Batman. Yeah. But that's the thing though is that even if you look at uh even if you look at like the Batman that one had a message too. What makes a hero? Mm-hmm. Do I, f- which are, it does fear truly bring happiness to everyone mm-hmm. or is it more important to be a symbol? Is being a, can, can a symbol be more powerful than the person that's actually beating up the criminals, the criminals at night? Yeah. I think that's, I told you guys when we watched it afterwards that that scene was much more impactful than anything in any other Batman movie I've Which ever one? seen. Definitely. That scene where he's raising the torch or the um, the, the, flare. Flare, the flare as he's walking people out. Oh, where, because he's, where it's dark and then you just see, and it's just like a shadow coming towards him and then he opens up the light and then you see it like yeah. go. Yeah, and the only reason I said that was because if my dad were still alive today, he would have like loved that scene to death because his favorite superhero was the Batman. Mm-hmm. It was, but it wasn't because of how badass he was. Is because he stood as a symbol. He was the, the the one person, the one being that could do more than just the standard, you know, enforcer of law, mm-hmm. essentially. I, I think it's so interesting because if you go through like all the other stuff, especially I think Paul Dini and uh, Bruce Timm had like the best editions of Batman, especially since it was Kevin Conroy. But I just love the idea of their representation of understanding why people like Batman mm-hmm. and why they really embrace him is because. Batman, even though he closes himself off to everyone, he has the largest heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has the largest heart and he has more, he cares, He, there, I don't think there's anybody out there that cares more about their fellow man as, you know, Bruce Wayne does. You know, mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne will literally sacrifice himself to save his villain, even though the villain's trying to kill everybody, but he's going to figure out a way to save everybody. Yeah. We're all leaving here tonight. No matter what, we're not leaving us. We're not losing a single person, and that's what's important. He's a big picture guy. He's very much a big per- picture, but also he has the value of life. Yeah, uh, in his head. But that's besides. So what I really want to see is I do want to see James Gunn putting those things inside of it because I feel like with Snyder and 
we, I feel like when Snyder took over, Snyder took, didn't really think about those bigger pictures or those little messages because it's so hard, so hard for me to watch a suit, a man of steel and for me to really connect with Superman because Superman's a God. How do I connect with a God? I don't have those same problems. Well, keep in mind, one of the most iconic images of the Snyder verse is Superman looking up into the sky as people like touch his chest as if he was like Jesus Christ in a way. That, and he's, and he's flying down like this. And yeah. it's, 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 don't get me wrong. Zack Snyder's a great cinematography. He can, he can, he can shoot the hell out of a movie. Yeah. But his storytelling isn't all that great. He has very weak storytelling. And I feel like a lot of Superman's motivations. He's an epic storyteller. But a lot of yeah. like his superheroes motivations are very weak. They're so they're they're paper thin. Yeah. Where honestly, it's one of those things of if everybody just stops for five minutes and like thinks about what they're doing. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. Like, why am I hunting Superman? Yeah. Well, because Superman's an Superman's an alien. Okay, yeah, but he saved thousands of people. Yeah. But he destroyed more than he saved. Yeah, but he was he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, he was fighting another. He super was fighting being. A su- another super being, and it's like, oh, you know what he, he sound like right now, Kevin Smith. <laughs> no, and that should be a compliment because that's kind of the same thing he said when he was doing uh, Masters of the Universe. What? That he wanted to personify He-Man. He didn't want him to be this all-powerful being with the ability of gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wanted to craft a story where it was about the smaller characters and their ambitions and their goals and how to make things better for uh i forget the city that uh in he-man um but you know what i'm talking about right he wanted to just kind of bring it down to earth a little bit and it's interesting that you say that right like snyder made gods and james gunn personifies and i think that's the element that a lot of us have been missing with the dc with the dcu Mm -hmm. it's that personification of aquaman the personification of the flash Mm -hmm. the personification of batman Superman, Wonder Woman, like how can they relate to us? Because even though they're gods and powerful beings, we got to make sure that we can somehow still relate to them. And that's the thing, though, is that I feel like there's a lot of times that we don't spend a lot of we don't spend a lot of time with their alter egos. Like you don't spend a lot of time inside of the inside of Aquaman with Arthur Curry. You spend a lot of time with Aquaman. Aquaman. You know who did this? Well, thing with with Diana Prince. Mm -hmm. Now that you say it right. Peter Saffron. And I think that's why that chemistry is going to work so well. Mm-hmm. Shazam. Oh, yeah. Shazam was invoked with the power of gods. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he's just a 10-year-old boy. But that's mm-hmm. the thing, though, is that there's a good portion of time inside of that movie where you spend it with Billy. Yeah, like you're Billy. Just, you're yeah. just hanging Billy's out with the, Billy. Yeah. And you're getting, trying to find his mom with him. That's yeah, you're, you're getting to know Billy. You're getting... which are, You're going through this journey with him, and you feel... Like if I was a kid, not only that, but also he made Billy Batson so relatable Mm -hmm. where it was like, oh, if I was a superhero and I was 12, what would I do? And basically exactly the same thing. If you were a superhero with connections, what would you do? (laughs) What was the end credit scene for that? Oh, yeah. Right. Like, oh, yeah, I made a friend and um, he brings Superman to Mm. the table. And I think that's so funny. And I really do want to see kind of like and I think that you know, that connection of, okay, how do we connect to, cause that's the only way that people are going to connect to them. I have to care about Bruce Wayne. I have to care about the man underneath 
the mask, underneath the cowl, underneath you know the cape. Your shirt's a good example of that. The Bat Family, oh, yeah. Batman, Nightwing, Red Hood, Robin. And that's Robin. the thing, though, is that these movies. Red Robin. But and you know what? Honestly, oh, and, uh, if you Ace, want to, if you want, if, <laughs> but you know what? Even if that was the case, yeah. I would love seeing a full Bat Family. Uh, what was it like? Just a full Bat Family movie. You can call it the Bat Family. Yeah. And I would love just seeing the lengths that Bruce will go to save his family. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Is Batgirl not a part of that family? She's adopted. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, technically that's not like his... His children. She was never orphaned. I mean, yeah, that's true. I, she's, I'm true. she's the <laughs> daughter up. of Commissioner Gordon. That's yeah, true. Yeah. He walk. He walks up to her. And oh, because like, those are all his adopted. Yeah, yeah it's Dick, Jason, um, and, and Damien. Tim. Yeah. Tim. I was like, Tim. yeah, that's right. Because even Tim still has a family, but Tim's families are all you know. They're... Well, I mean, like his dad died from Captain Boomerang. There's a, there's a lot of stuff there, but <laughs> it's one of those things of you know Batman walks up to Batgirl and goes, "Do you have birds?" She goes, yeah, my dad. And he goes, never, oh, mind. never mind. I mean, they did bang. So <laughs> they did bang. Yeah, that's which people all of a sudden are getting really upset about. Oh, it's weird. It's, it, I mean, it is weird. It's don't, mean, I, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. It is weird, but again, it's it's that whole. I take it when you, when you watch the Killing Joke. Listen, like, he he's Leonardo DiCaprioing it. Okay. As soon that, as she turns twenty five, it's done. Yeah, They're okay. True. So <laughs> look, we're gonna get into really skeptical territory. So I'd much rather than touch that. I'm gonna instead do this. We're gonna wrap up the show pretty soon. What are we most looking forward to with James Gunn? We're going to go ahead and wrap it up with that question. I want to see what Nick mentioned earlier. I want to see an extended Bat Family like universe. I want to see him as a dad. I want to yeah. like Bruce, Bat, Bat Daddy. I, I want to see I no because I I you keep, we we always direct these movies towards his relationship between Alfred and yeah. and Bruce. Mm-hmm. I want to direct these some of these movies towards the relationship between Dick, Jason, and Damien mm-hmm. to Bruce. If if not, just maybe just you know have him make him have a Robin. You know we haven't just seen give him, him a Robin. Just give him a Robin and the give him a little kid. Last time we got a Robin, we just saw the costume with <laughs> yeah. ha 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 on there, and it's like okay, yeah. But yeah. that's the thing though is that I I feel like he needs a Robin. He needs somebody to humanize him, and that's how you do it is giving him a Robin. Yeah, because it's somebody who can question him with that innocence. Of I'm I'm supposed to follow your direction, but what you're saying right now makes no sense. You know, one of the most iconic animated series episodes was when he brings in a Robin for the first time. Uh, was it that he brought in? Was it Dick? The Dick. first one he brings in mm-hmm. in the, the animated, animated series. series? Yeah. yeah, it's Dick Grayson. And so he's walking around the Bat Cave, and he's like super excited about everything he sees, and Bruce is just like, hmm. and just walks away. Yeah. That's such an iconic well, moment because well, it's like, yeah, that's. The- it brings him back into that reality. It does. Not only that, but also it's really interesting too, because you, in the animated series, when uh, Dick Grayson first gets to the, uh, first gets to Wayne Manor, it's so interesting because it's only Dick Grayson and Alfred. Bruce is never there. And he's like, mm-hmm. why would he adopt me? Like what, yeah. like what, why am I here? He's never home. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to, uh, Conroy's Batman just beating people up just going like yeah. tell me where Tony Zuko is yeah. and then you're just like and he's trying to find 
Robin's ki- the Robin's killers, Robin's killers. Yeah. and you're and he's like I am going to make sure that this kid never has to suffer through what I had to. He is going to get justice for his family because there is somebody who can actually get that justice for him Keep now. Keep in mind, and I'm going to dis- and I will burn this city to the ground. Yeah. What, what was that one line that Jason says <laughs> to Bruce or to yeah to Bruce when he comes back as the Red Hood? That you never did anything because you let the Joker live. Yeah, yeah. He like, goes like, I, I, I thought I'd be the last person you let, let him hurt. touch. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. let him hurt me. Yeah. God, yeah. I hate that. I hate that scene so much because no there's so much emotion. Yeah. No matter how many people, no matter how many friends he cripples, no matter how yeah. many people he kills, you just keep letting him go. Mm-hmm. I forget Batman's response. Do you remember? Huh? Do you remember? Uh, it's it. It would be too easy. Mm, that's right. It's too easy for me to kill him. Mm-hmm. You don't think I ever wanted? Do you ever think I I I I've never wanted to kill him? Never put him through half the things that he's ever done to people. But it would be too easy. Not only that, but also I would never know when it's time to stop. That wasn't Kevin Conroy's. No, no that, was, that was Bruce Greenwood. Greenwood right? Bru- yeah. That's Bruce Greenwood. But yeah. Bruce Greenwood does Pike really good from the new Star Trek. Series. Yeah, Pike. But Bruce Greenwood does a real good. Yeah. Real good Batman. I like his Batman yeah. too. He you know what? That's uh, what I said. I want him. If no, now that uh, Jen, rest Jen, in peace, Jensen Eccles seems to be the go-to Batman now because oh, oh, yeah. no, no, because no. they're featuring him in another animated movie. Jensen did a really good job. Yeah, he did a really good job as Long Halloween. Batman. You didn't like Long Halloween? I did, but I'm just kind of like I'm so used to Bruce Greenwood's. That's fine. We'll get used to Jensen Eccles. Yeah, now. get used to Jensen. I can, can we have? We can have both. I, I'm yeah. a I'm a Bruce Greenwood advocate. <laughs> I, like, okay, I, I would need to build up with. Uh, he, well, because I think what Jensen Eccles does a good job of is that it, he doesn't play. He plays a really good straight voice for Batman. Okay, where it's very, it's it's you could tell he's taking aspects from Kevin Conroy. He's trying. Where, yeah, yeah he's it's really not. Trying. It's not like it, but he's doing a good stern structure. Batman voice. And I'm not sorry, only that, but also realize. when, he, does Bruce, when he, he also changes his tonation for Bruce. Yeah. yeah. He, he has a lot lighter tonation like Conroy, too. Yeah. So, hold up. I did, I just, it slipped my mind. Bruce Greenwood is Captain Pike. Yeah, from the, from the uh, J.J. Abrams. Abrams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you didn't That's know that? That's why I didn't love him that. so much. Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I love the man more. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh my god! There, there, Star Trek so- connection for the win. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a Star Trek connection. I Batman. didn't know. I look. I was an advocate. You can check issue one twenty, like yeah, I don't one, yeah, one nineteen or something like that. I was a Bruce Green advocate before all this. No, so. but I, I do, I do see that there's a lot of there's a lot of potential inside of James Gunn and and then you know restructuring. Take it with a grain of salt. Where you know the the, the building's not on fire. Early stages. It's yeah. early stages. If anything, we're reorganizing, yeah. and we're you're or, we're. It's like when you okay. It's kind of like when you're reorganizing a room, and then you want to read like you want to redecorate and everything like that. You got to get everything out of the room. Yeah, put throw, it outside. Throw everything on the floor. Throw everything on the floor. Put everything outside, and then now that the room is clear, we can now put stuff back where yeah. it needs to go, and we can start putting it in its right places. Right now, they're taking everything outside. They're dusting it off, figuring out what can we use and what needs to go and what needs to go to the goodwill. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, give them that time. You know, once we have a slate, I'm pretty sure it's not going to disappoint. I'm pretty sure we're going to be very excited once we see that slate. There's only one thing I want from James Gunn and Peter Saffron: is to get me excited for DC again. I'm excited for the movies. Like, don't get me wrong. I just want to be excited for the yeah. movies. Like, 
get me excited to feel something like Matt Reeves did with the Batman. Like I didn't go into the Batman expecting what I what I saw. And I came out falling in love with Batman again because it was beautiful to watch. The message was all there. I think that they can both Peter and James can manage to produce something, a timeline and a series of movies that could bring back that like nostalgia, the messages, the, you know, the entire story arcs of certain characters because while making it a little more adult and a little more and a little grittier. I'm okay with that. But also still having a little bit of fun. I mean, look at suicide squad. Suicide Squad is bloody as all hell. There's so much killing in it. Yeah. There's so much cursing. But he got us in he got us to fall in love with a character named Polka Dot Man. Yeah. That's exactly That's right. And Ratcatcher. And, and Peacemaker. Ratcatcher. And King yeah. Shark. Peacemaker to the point of, hey, we're gonna give him his own series. Oh yeah, because he, he started out as an a-hole in the movie. Like we didn't care for him because no. he was such you know, such a putz. And then we see him in um in Peacemaker show. show. Look. He's a fleshed out character. We feel for him. We if understand. James, I wanna see more. If James yes. Gunn wants a scale, uh-huh. he could just hire Andy. Because if Andy loves it, oh, it's yeah. certified it's in good. the cell. Yeah, because yeah. Andy's super critical when it comes yeah. down to these things. Yeah, I want my fiance, pe- by the way. I, I want Peacemaker to be the leader of the Justice League. <laughs> I just think eagerly would, by his side. I just eagerly think that would be so. I think that would be so funny. I want to see was... eagerly wear a mask. Yeah. Oh my god. A mask with like a flag on there, yeah. dude, with wings that look like mm-hmm. the American flag. I, yes. You know what? And I think it would be so funny if he gave him like an American flag on his back and everything like that. I and think right it when was... he goes to fly, he gets caught in his wings and he can't move. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh." Would you believe that Andy really loved Peacemaker? I could believe that. I really yeah. loved Peacemaker. Uh, it's funny because like Mandy really liked Peacemaker too. That's a thing. Yeah. So and she usually doesn't care for John Cena. No. Or like any wrestler actors. Dude, she know? I mean she even the for, rock? Eh, she she'll put up with the rock. I think that's what she'll it put is. up with him? Like she'll like, I don't she, think the rock would it, right now somewhere the out there is, he's like the, th- the thing is is that the rock makes a certain type of movies that Mandy doesn't really like explosions, yeah, mess with, yeah, basically, yeah, because she's not into the whole muscle thing. She likes uh, David Arbor. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was, she, she was all death. hyped for. She wa- it, so what you're saying is that what what the Rock needs to do is gain 50 pounds. Yeah, he needs to get like a dad bod. He needs to gain, so he needs to gain a belly. He needs to get a beer happen. belly. Not he's have a beer belly. Beer you know what? I'm waiting for it. I do want to <laughs> see it. Yeah, because one of these, one of these days, I don't think he's gonna Schwarzenegger it. He can't no because Schwarzenegger's not even that he's does he he's still fit too he's still fit but he's not he's, he's a seventy he's not, year old man he's not fit. unhealthy yeah, yeah no he's a he's a fit seventy year old Stallone is more fit than Schwarzenegger right that's now. true well, Stallone Sly, does Sly is still in the movie business whereas Schwarzenegger's retired yeah that's true we got to wrap this show up guys yeah we're hitting about an hour forty at this point so <gasps> yeah guys thank you so much for watching keeping up with the nerds or listening. To Keeping Up With The Nerds, just as a reminder, you go check out our website at keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. That's it, right? Yes. Also, listen to us. Podcasts, audio platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. Like, rate us five stars if you guys like what you guys heard on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Leave a review down there as well. And if you've not subscribed to our YouTube channel, Nick's upset. He's crying. You made him cry. He actually went home and said 46% people would not subscribe. He actually cried for once. You broke his heart. And the man doesn't cry. He sheds no tears. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like the video. Leave a comment down below. As always, check the link of the descriptions to see anything you might have missed. Renee, are we ready to wrap the show up? 
Yes. Let's do it. This has been Keeping Up with the Nerds, issue 127. My name is Renee. And Nick. This is Brian. Signing out from Undercity Comics. We'll see you all next time. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube, for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.